boys. Welcome back. Episode 56 of the Review Podcast. It is Sunday, January 3rd of 2021. We finally made it to 2021. Exciting things to come in life, hopefully. Uh, better days ahead is, is how I'm looking at it. But nothing changes on the Review Podcast. We are back every Sunday with your Sunday NFL Pick'ems. And it is the last week of the regular season, week 17. We have 16 games, lots of games. It's a sports bettors dream today. So we're going to run through all the games and make our final picks of the regular season. Seth is here as always. Seth, how are you today? I'm I'm doing pretty well. I'm a little tired. I'm not going to lie. Well, it sends yeah. me a text this morning saying that he wants to do the podcast half an hour late, and I was pretty happy about that. That was like when oh, you wake wow. up in the morning and you get. <laughs> I, it was like I like doing the podcast. I was just really tired when I woke up at my first alarm. Yeah. Um, it, it was like when you wake up in the morning and your like parents come in. I don't know how you got woken up as a kid. I, my mom would wake me up all the time, and so mm-hmm. it's like when you wake up in the morning and your mom comes in and says, "Hey, there's a snow day." Or, hey, there's a, like, snow delay, and you don't have to go in for another two hours. And it's like, yes. I don't set alarms, ever. I just kind of wake up. And that's what I did this morning. I didn't set an alarm. I knew we were doing a podcast at 11. I didn't set an alarm. I wake up at 1046. I woke up. I'm like, damn, that was a good sleep. I wonder what time it is. I looked at my phone. I'm like, holy shit, I'm supposed to do a podcast in 14 minutes. And I'm just not ready. So I texted Seth, and I was like, 11.30, fam, and now it, we're here, and we're doing it. Um, and I like this this time slot, too, because once we get off the podcast, it'll be, like, pretty much time to watch the NFL games, which I like. Right. Uh, we're not going to talk college football playoff. We're going to do that this week with Carp on a podcast, because he was really adamant about coming on and talking about the Clemson-Ohio State game. So we're going to let Such him do that. <laughs> It was a very good football game, like very entertaining. I was into it the whole time. But yeah, so we won't recap those games yet. That'll probably be probably be on the next episode. Today is solely reserved for the 16 NFL games that are being played today. Quickly before we get into it, news just came out like right before we got on that Cam Newton's probably not coming back to the Patriots. Do we think Mac Jones is the guy now? So, hmm. With our first round pick, absolutely not. I want Devonta Smith with the first round pick. I or just a weapon of some kind. If they decide to take Pitts, I won't be upset, but I'd prefer Smith. Yeah. Uh, but then again, given his performance in you know the in the Rose Bowl, I think it's gonna be a little bit tough for him right. to slide yeah. as and far he as he wins would the Heisman to too. Yeah, <laughs> it'll be it'll be tough. Um, so I feel like Pitts is a little bit more likely. I'm not as high on Pitts as I am on. Um, Smith, but in the event that Smith ends up going in like the top five or something, which would be like when you look at all the mocks would be a fair jump for him to go all the way up there. I feel like the Patriots need to trade up and end up with that BYU kid, Zach Wilson. Uh, I feel like just from watching, like, I don't know really the comparison of stats. I mean, clearly Wilson's stats aren't as good as Mac Jones. Otherwise he'd be in the Heisman conversation, not Mac Jones. Yep. Um, but to me, when I watch the games, like, and I don't know if Alabama just had an off game. I actually haven't watched an Alabama game this season other than the Rose Bowl. Um, but when I watched that game, it was a lot more of a, it seemed like the skill players were carrying it as opposed to Mac Jones being a good quarterback. Like it, it, it didn't feel, it felt like, it felt like Josh Allen and Kirk Cousins and Stefan Diggs and how Stefan Diggs makes them 10 times yeah. the quarterback that they actually are like that type of thing. Um, so I, I'm a little, and I've seen Zach Wilson play. I watched the bowl game that he had this year um, and he looked really good. So um, I, it, it, for that, I would rather them, I don't know, like, Stafford's got what one year left, two years left on his contract, and he could become available for trade. So I prefer to go that route. Um, if you really are convinced that you don't want to keep Cam for another year, but you don't see anyone in the draft that you like, which at our draft position, I don't see anyone that we should like. Um, I would say try and trade for Gardner Minshew because I can't imagine that the price is going to be all that high, especially when they're bringing in Lawrence and they'll already have. Um, who else is on that roster right now that's starting? Glennon. Yeah, Glennon. Like, Glennon's a solid backup. So, 
I mean, those are really your options right now. Uh, there's no way that they try to trade for Wentz because his contract is way too big. They would never spend that money. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm seeing his name floated around there, and I think that for the betterment of our listeners on the podcast, the Patriots should not trade for Carson Wentz so that absolutely. next season you don't have to listen to me complain about it every week. So just like <laughs> you can eliminate that, like just me ranting about Carson Wentz being the worst quarterback in the league by just not adding him to the roster. It's very simple. And I think that he would be an awful fit. I don't know why everyone's like, oh, yeah, Carson Wentz would be like no, such be a patriot. <laughs> I don't, like, how is like, he a patriot? <laughs> what, what, are, what are we what have we seen over the past four years that makes anyone think that he's a serviceable NFL quarterback? Like, let's Nothing. be honest. I mean, he's a fluke. He's an absolute fluke. That's is, just what he, he is. really is. I mean, it's funny. Like this year was the first year in a while that I watched every minute of every single Patriots game. Mm. And we're gonna have the exact opposite next year if they end up with Wentz on the roster. Right. I just I would I would literally cheer for the Titans. Like those that would become my team. Or like wherever I end up going to I don't know what I local team. (laughs) But yeah, oh my god, it's it's ridiculous. People are like, so it comes out this morning. So first of all, Cam Newton's post game press conference last week for the first time um all season really. I talked to Carp about this. It was the first time all season where he's we've seen him quote unquote break character where he kind of took a shot at Bill and he kind of took a shot at Josh McDaniels when when someone asked him there was this graphic that came up on the screen that was like, oh, you sleep from like four AM to like whatever AM or something backwards, like eleven AM to four or eleven PM to four AM and then you get dressed in ten minutes and then go to the stadium and spend every like all day, every day at the stadium. And they were like they were asking him about like what's that like? And he's like he immediately turned to like, well yeah you know, that's what I do. So you can see how it's frustrating when I don't get the opportunity to play. And I, that was the first well, time where you like saw him. Like, so I, I saw the same quote. I, I didn't read it as a jab at the coaches. I, I saw that as a, and you know, maybe it's weird to me that Carp saw it as a jab at the coaches. Cause I feel like Carp is someone who would also relate to this. Like, working your butt off and then not seeing the results in the end. Like I don't know anyone who has better hands than carp. I don't know anyone who's worked harder at, you know, the sports that he plays than carp. But like in high school, he kind of got screwed when it came to hockey. He definitely got screwed when it came to baseball. Like there's no reason for him to not be on that field. And he wasn't getting the playing time that he should have been. And that was, you know, the work that he put in. Um, I had a similar situation in high school. Um, yeah, I agree with like what when I said. when I heard what Cam said, I heard it as more. I've been getting up at 4 a.m. and staying until I'm the last guy in the facility and we still can't get this stuff to work out. And it's frustrating. Did you read the quote or did you listen to it? I heard it. I seem to you remember heard hearing the snippet. Of, but the problem is, is that the snippet that I heard of it was clipped by ESPN. So I don't know yeah. the full. I would I would I don't know if I can like find it right now. But the way that he was talking and like his body language, it, it was this is just up for interpretation. It just seemed he was like, well, yeah, you can see, you know, I haven't seen my kids in three months kind of thing. Like he was starting to just throw things like out. And then I think his footnotes all that was like. So you can see how it's frustrating when I don't get the opportunity to do what I what I'm here to do kind of thing. And then I don't know. Bad right, time. That's also the next that's more week. of a jab at the like you could see that more as a jab at Nikhil Harry's trainer. Because remember, yeah. Nikhil Harry's trainer came out and was like, this is all Cam's fault. Cam sucks. He's the reason why my client isn't getting good stats up on the board. Yeah. And I feel like if anyone was getting a jab thrown at them right now. It would be that guy. Yeah, that's, that's I, I took and it as a jab it, towards somebody. I don't right. know. And if if it is a jab, it's I don't think it's directly at Bill because it seems to me like that's the thing when you read the Schefter like announcement, he's like both sides have very much enjoyed working together. It just they yeah. feel like it's time to part ways, and I think that's twofold. I think the Patriots won a couple of games early in the season, and then Cam got COVID, and we don't know the situation around that. For all we like, I don't think that he was being irresponsible. He's got kids at home that he doesn't get to see. Like I don't think he would put himself in that situation. Right. But you don't know. Like we obviously don't know the details, so something could have happened there. I feel like the Patriots also like they won a couple of games at the beginning of the season, thought they were going to be really good, and then everything kind of fell apart. So I feel like they weren't thrilled with Cam's performance, and I think that they probably 
where like you know it doesn't make sense to stick with a veteran who isn't winning enough games for next year when we're trying to figure out what the direction of this franchise is you know and for cam it's just there's no wide receivers on this team like how like he doesn't have any help right now and no quarterback that gets thrown into our system right now has even a quarter as much help as they really need to be successful and so it's a it's a thing where both sides have the right to not be happy with how things went this year. Um, both sides can blame certain things on the other, but it seems like everything's been cordial. It makes sense that they're I, like, I wish Cam would be back for next season. Cause I really like Cam Newton. I think he's a really good guy. Um, it's really fun for me to get to watch a dual threat quarterback on a team that I root for. It's not something I get to see all the time. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I like, I was really excited coming into this year. I was disappointed that it didn't work out as well as it did. Do I think that Cam Newton got us more wins than anyone else would have? Yes. Yeah. But, and I, I think that it was yeah, just a well, victim of the circumstance too, in terms of, like you said, him getting COVID the, you know, fumbling the ball, getting stopped at the two yard line by the Seahawks. I think that like, those are, you know, you could just flip those wins and, and we have a winning record and we're either a wild card team or like we're in the race for the division. Because those wins mattered for sure, but I don't. I, I'm confused about like you know when this when they for sure missed the playoffs. He made that post on Instagram and he was like, "I want to be a part of the solution to the problem." Kind of saying like, "I'm here for the long haul. Like I want to be back next year and like help this team out." I don't know if maybe the Patriots were like, "Hey, we're not gonna re-sign you, but you know we'll make it look like it's a mutual part ways kind of deal." Or if something soured in the last week with Bill benching him and, and that they're both now going to go their separate ways. I don't know, because he was talking like well, he wanted to come back. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he's been talking all year like he wanted to come back. I don't view like a, when people were saying, oh, Bill benched him. Look, they were down by what, like 20 points at that point? 20. It was I forget what the exact yeah. number was, but they were down by a lot. It was the end of the game. The offense wasn't getting anything going. You need to see if Stidham can do anything at all, right? Because right now he's the young guy, right? Cam is not the future guy. Like people talk about Cam like he's old and stuff. And like I call him veteran because he is a veteran, but he's 30, what, 31? He's not. Um, The problem is, is that he's been injured so many times that his body's just broken down. So he can't, you know, play at the level that he used to. Um and, you know, there's a million reasons for that, chiefly among which is my favorite stat of all time, which is even though Cam's missed like a season and a half over the past however many years, six years that he's been in the NFL, nobody has been hit more than Cam Newton, which is insane. Like, it's not even close. So just he's broken down and they needed to see Stidham. They needed to see if he could do anything better than he was doing in the beginning of the season. Right. Because. Clearly, like we saw Cam play, right? And even with the worst games that we were seeing Cam play, the less than 100 yards, the whatever, like 67 yards in a game, Bill still trusted Cam more than Stidham, which is a really like that's that's why that's more why they took Cam out. I think they took Cam out as a sign of, look, we're not winning this game. We already know we're not winning this game. Let's put the young guy in. Let's try not to screw the rest of Cam's career and see if we have a future quarterback here. And as it turned out, they didn't screw Cam's career. Cam, you know, play could have changed something. I don't know whether or not he gets signed, you know, somewhere else. But we also know that Stidham can't play quarterback in the NFL. Yeah. Um, I mean, I wouldn't like I'm seeing I'm reading the reports right now. I mean, obviously, it's not a thousand percent a done deal until it's a done deal. Things change. I mean, there have been, especially with the New England Patriots, there have been reports that have come out like, oh, McDaniels has been hired by the Colts. And then he wasn't, you know, like like they're expected to part ways as of right now. Right. We don't know what this offseason is going to bring. We don't know, like what this team's going to do. He could be back next year. McDaniels is my favorite offseason story because there's been multiple (laughs) times where he's like literally signed with a team as the head coach and then backed out and come back to the Patriots. I think one of those years they ended up winning the Super Bowl the next year, which was really funny. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we, I don't know. Obviously, we're going to keep everybody updated. That'll be like the offseason saga in New England, the quarterback hunt. But it is week 17. We have 16 games to get into. A lot of playoff implications today, too, which is going to be fun because there's like a lot of win and in scenarios. And then there's a lot of like in if scenarios that we're going to like cover. And these games matter for a lot of teams. There's only a, a few teams that it doesn't matter for. Maybe like 
I can count on my left hand how many teams it doesn't matter for. But a lot of teams this day matters for the game that they're playing in matters. So let's get right into it. Uh, and two teams that this game really matters for, Cowboys-Giants. Um, the Cowboys offense in recent weeks has kind of put it together, and they're kind of consistently scoring over 30 points. Without Dak Prescott, this team, like we thought, like, oh, this team's going to be done, and then Andy Dalton goes down. Andy Dalton's like kind of keeping it afloat right now. If they win this game, they're in a really good position to win the NFC East. I'm going to take the Cowboys in this one, and I'm going to take the Cowboys to cover the one-and-a-half-point spread as well. Um, I just like them more in this game. I don't, I don't know how to explain it. I just, I like the Cowboys in this, in this spot. I think it's a good spot for them to give themselves a shot to win. I know how to explain it. It's Daniel Jones. Like that, that's, that's the explanation you're looking for there. The, the Giants look infinitely better with whoever that scrub backup is that they have over Daniel Jones. Like it's, it's Colt just, McCoy. It's un- <laughs> is that really their backup right now? Is yeah, it Colt it McCoy? Yeah, Unreal. Colt McCoy. <laughs> yeah, Colt McCoy is a better quarterback than Daniel Jones. You're already here first. But yeah, no, I, I also have to take the Cowboys. I feel like the only thing that can really lose them this game is their defense right now. And even that isn't going to be much of a problem because, like I said, Daniel Jones can't play quarterback. Yeah. Um, I, the Giants have an underrated defense. Like a yeah. really underrated defense they have for quite a few years now, um, dating back to that when they originally signed Janoris Jenkins. I know he's in uh, where is he now? New Orleans now. Um, yeah. But ever since then, they've had a pretty solid defense. So that's one thing to look out for. If the Cowboys lose this game, I think it'll be because the Giants' defense. Um, they're not going to lose this game because of their own defense. But yeah, I got Cowboys. Yep, that'll be a good game to watch. And the race, and we've been talking about it all year. The race in the NFC East is coming down to the final week, and that's like that's one of my storylines of the day. It's like who's gonna win the NFC East because they're all playing against each other. Right. So Washington is winning in, right? Wash. So Washington is. Uh, if the Cowboys are not in first place right now, then they're winning in. I believe. Well, so last week it turned into winning in for them. Because if they had won last week, they would have clinched. But yeah, so they are they are currently winning in. Um, I need to pull up the NFL's Instagram because they they are rolling out all the playoff scenarios. Yeah, yeah, yeah Washington is winning in because if they win, they'll be tied in division record. As, well, so if they win and the Cowboys win, they'll be tied in division record, um, and they'll be t- uh, the oh wait. So a Cowboys they, win they, and a Washington they, loss puts the Cowboys. They own it. They own the tiebreaker on something. I don't know what it is though. It must be head to head. Who? Washington over Dallas. Yeah. Because right but now, if, but if the Cowboys win and Washington loses, then Cowboys have a better record. Right. Yeah. So the Washington's winning in right now. The Giants are winning. Washington losing in. Yep. Um, and the Cowboys are also winning Washington losing in. And then there's if also I had high, to, high scenarios, but that's like probably not going to happen. Like if the Cowboys tie and Washington loses, the Cowboys are in. No, <laughs> I don't know. And if Washington ties and the Cowboys tie, Washington's in. Yeah, I would. But that's not going to happen. <laughs> I would put, you know, money on whoever wins this Cowboys and Giants game probably ends up winning the division. You think the Eagles are going to beat Washington? It'll be interesting to see. I don't know. Yeah, I haven't really uh, yeah, made up well, my well, mind on that <laughs> pick yet, but I feel like if you win this game, I feel like you've got a really good chance. That's fair enough. Yeah, I, I like the Cowboys winning the division. I think that start. Well, obviously, it starts with them winning the game because they have to win the game. But uh, but yeah, I like the Cowboys in this one. All right, next game. I know who I'm picking in this game, but I don't know where to go on the spread. It's Steelers Browns. Like the entire Steelers roster is like not playing in this. Yeah, TJ Watts out. I think County's <laughs> out. Like, um, that's why the, the that's why the spread. Right? Yeah, so it, it's Miles Garrett, man of the year, against yep. Mason Rudolph for like the first time since I think. Right. 
Yes. I mean, the teams have played against each other, but it's the first right. time they that, like, played yeah. Ben Roethlisberger was out all of last year. Right. So this is going to be real interesting. Yes. Um, the Browns had an opportunity to win and clinch for the first time, like, ever last week, like, middle of the game, because who lost? Some, the Colts lost or something, and it was like, oh, if the Browns win, they're in now. And they lose to the Jets. That was horrible. That uh, was hilarious. <laughs> Baker Mayfield's post-game press conference bothered me because he came out. He's like, yeah, I don't want you guys to blame it on anybody else. It's on me. Don't blame it on Kareem. It's like we weren't going to. We know it's your fault, like 100 percent. He was like he was like naming other guys to like potentially like so that to put the thoughts in our head. Did Hunt fumble? No. (laughs) Did he drop a pass at some point? No, he didn't. He was just like saying like it was that fourth down play where Baker dropped the ball and Kareem Hunt recovered it over the over the. First down, uh, but you can't well, recover. Yeah, you know, he can say, like, don't blame Kareem because he didn't know the rule, but, like, there's no... Well, it's Baker's like, fault for dropping the ball. Right, obviously, right. All you had to do, fourth and inches. Inches is, like, this much. All you had to do was, like, put the ball over. I, I mean, it's very simple and not right, drop it. The defensive line got a really good push. Like, the his O-line kind of failed. It did, but, like, in that scenario, someone's got to, like, tell him, like, in the huddle, be like, hey, dude. We win this game <laughs> in that spot. You're better off. I think personally handing it to the running back. I think you're significantly better off doing a fake sneak, like snap it, get them all to kind of, you know, converge on the line of scrimmage right around where the quarterback is. And then you pitch it out to the running back and have them bounce it out to the outside or take one out of the boomer Oakley playbook and just fullback dive every time. <laughs> It works every time. You know, most teams don't have a fullback anymore. I know, but just get like a fat lineman and put him as fullback eligible yeah, or whatever. You know, do a whole um, Bean Joe the Green. fridge. The fridge. <laughs> oh, good times. But yeah, I don't know which way to lean on the spread. I'm taking the Browns. I think like cause I, the, I'm also taking the Browns. Yeah, but the spread is ten in the Browns' favor. Do they cover? Do they cover a ten point spread? That's a lot. I get that the Steelers team. Yeah, up, but, but also, like, also like here's the thing: the Steelers kind of suck, and you're putting Mason Rudolph there. Yeah, I think they cover. That's the thing is like, so the Browns like can come out and be like one of two teams. They could be the team that we saw last week against the Jets, and like the team that we saw against the Texans when they won ten to seven, or they right. could be the team against the Titans when they put up like forty in the first quarter. Right. <laughs> and there's no in between. So like, I don't want to parlay this game because it seems like so like. Obvious. I kind of want to like phone carp. <laughs> I genuinely want a phone carp. I'm gonna I'm gonna call him and see what happens. We're calling carp, everybody. There's no way he picks up. Knew it. Declined. All right. That means that. Ah. Uh, this is so tough. Is the are the are the Browns wide receivers all back today? I believe so. That's the other thing that people didn't mention. They didn't have any wide receivers last week, so it was kind of believable that they lost to the Jets. Yeah. Um. Oh my God, I can't see them winning by more than ten. Yeah, who knows? I don't know. That's why I don't. Is James is James Connor in? Is James Connor in? I believe so. I don't know. And all and all the wide receivers are still playing, right? All of whose wide receivers? The Steelers, like Deontay Johnson. I believe everyone's playing. I haven't seen much. Bryce Hall. (laughs) (laughs) Is that some TikTok guy? Yeah, I think that's an NFL player. I know. Well, actually, there is an NFL player named Bryce Hall. Or he might be college football because I was watching a game and they're like Bryce Hall with the like pass breakup. And I was like, whoa, but I'm going to take the Steelers to cover. I don't think the Browns win by more than 10. Because this game means pretty much nothing for the Steelers and everything for the Browns. I've got the Browns winning Steelers plus 10. All right. Next game. Jets and Patriots. Here's the thing. If the Patriots are, like, trying to get a better draft pick, then they're, like, not going to try in this game. But And the Jets can't get a better draft pick, so they are going to try. So all Do we sides, know who the starting quarterback is today? No. <laughs> Unless it's, like, it's it might be Cam. I don't know. I feel I don't know. 
All signs are pointing to the Jets winning this one, which is why I'm going to pick the Patriots. Yeah, I mean, it's it's, it's a tough one. Um, because you don't know how the Patriots are going to play it. They could come out and blow the Jets out. Or, the, like, the Jets could give them a game, though. The Jets are on a win streak. They're yeah, I mean, the NFL's yeah, the hottest do, team. The Jets do always give them a game. I don't. It's so like I don't. I can't find anything as to who the heck is. Um, hang on. Where's Mike? 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 There he is. Mike. Hoyer is inactive. Shaq Mason is inactive. David Andrews is inactive. I'm picking Jets. You're missing your two best offensive linemen. The offense you know what? Like just, just because you're picking the Jets, I'm going to pick the Jets, too. <laughs> I can't afford to like lose any more games on Patriots. I'm picking the Jets, and I'm picking the Jets to cover. Uh, Michael Jackson has come back from the dead. Yeah, I saw that. He's like, we signed him. <laughs> Some corner. Oh, I love that. Uh, this is the first time all year we're picking the Jets. No one's oh picked my the God. New York no Jets. No one's picked before. the Jets. Holy this, crap. Of course, we bring it down to week 17 and we pick the Jets for the first time. That's embarrassing for the Jets is that we didn't even want to pick them at all this year. Yeah. They just weren't in the conversation. There's also no Damian Harris this year or d- this week. This week. Yeah, and like the news that Cam wants to leave, or that Cam is reportedly leaving at the end of the season, right? Not that he wants the game. that he is leaving, right? Breaking before the game doesn't bode well for the morale of the team. I'm picking yeah, the Jets. That, that, that's the thing that bothers me too about football right now, and it's not just the NFL. It's the it's I mean it's more of a college problem. It came out yesterday that Texas had fired their head coach and were officially signing Steve Sarkeesian, Alabama's offensive yeah. coordinator, as the head coach. You should be focusing on the college football playoff. Mm-hmm. If a school fires their head coach right now, that's one thing, right? Because there's bonus money that's involved. When you fire them at a certain point, you don't have to pay as much, whatever. They can fire him. Yeah. What is Steve Sarkeesian doing talking to them right now about a I job? I know, yeah, I've never understood year? that. I I hate when it comes out that coaches are moving on from their team when they still have games left. Like, if it is, like, say Cincinnati's head coach was leaving and was getting a job somewhere else, fine. They had a bowl game. That meant nothing. Yeah. But if it was Brian Kelly or any of his coordinators, if it was Nick Saban and any of his coordinators, if it was Dabo and any of his, or if it was Ryan Day and any of his, like, none of those guys should be discussing jobs for next year. Yeah. There's there's no reason to be doing that. There's no reason for that to come out, because now you're opening yourself up to, we lost this game, oh, his head wasn't in it, he was thinking about his job for next year. Yeah, also, if you're a player, like, why would you want to play for a coach that you know is leaving you? (laughs) like it doesn't it doesn't I hate that I hate it, yeah that I agree out. with you on that but yeah so in turn news breaking in not in the New England Patriots favor I got the Jets and so do you yes all right next game Vikings Lions game means nothing for either of these teams they're playing for pride I like Vikings the Vikings offense there. I like the Vikings offense better I'm gonna pick the Vikings and I'm gonna pick them to cover their defense is awful, but their offense is significantly better than the Lions. Well, could they? You think the Vikings win this one by more than three and a half? Probably. They probably win it by like at least four. Let's hope. Also, you know who also won by at least four? No, who? My fantasy team. Thank you for bringing <laughs> that up. <laughs> For those of you who don't get the uh, active updates in TBR Fantasy, I mean, you guys, if you listen to this podcast, you knew that me and Willett were playing each other in the championship last week. And uh, I had good old Alvin Kamara starting at running back. 
And the best part was that wasn't even the best lineup I could have. I could have beaten him by more. I ended up winning 208 to 165. What's sad is that like 165 is like a really good week in our league. Right. It is. I mean, Jalen Hurts puts up 20. How the fuck am I supposed to compete with a a team who scores 200 points? (laughs) Oh, man. I literally literally couldn't. Feeling Feeling gets you almost 24. Giggs gets you 41 and a half. I had an unreal week. And then you just <laughs> any got, other got week, I would have beaten you. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. It's, I mean, like, I didn't even put on my like Gaskin was on my bench and he had 33. Yeah. It's I, I, I had no chance. It's not like, oh, you moron, you should have put a better. I put to, together the he best literally lineup. Put together I his best roster. It, like, I and don't, they all they all like outperformed projections except for like Jalen Hurts and uh, Derrick Henry, Henry and uh and Jones both in but so the Jones only score though right oh no only, he didn't no he just got like 120 yards flat so the <laughs> only thing you really could have done better was if you had put Fournette instead of Henry at your running starting running back and which why would you and then had taken Fournette out and put in Either out of the flex because that's where he'd be, and put in CD Lamb. That was like that. If I if I just didn't play, yeah, right. That was the only thing. If I put CD Lamb, but I wouldn't have won. No, there was no. That was one of those games where it was like, yes, you had guys on your bench outscore guys in your lineup, but realistically, who would have not started Derrick Henry last week? Like it doesn't make sense. And you had Alan Kamara, so like, what was I supposed to do? Right. Exactly. Yeah, I had one player score me fifty six points. And that I have the auto draft to blame for that. So thank yeah, you so much. <laughs> our That's our right, league right. went. Learn. Learn we went sixteen weeks. <laughs> we went sixteen weeks without a single trade, <laughs> which is crazy. We all just stuck with the teams we drafted and then picked players up off the waiver wire. Well, it's funny. I mean, I a couple of my guys were waiver wire, but the, the majority of my good players ended up being. You know, just auto drafted. It was funny though because I get I'm at school and Willett's talking to me about this. He's like, "Do you want to do fantasy?" I was like, "Yeah, sure, I'll do it." And then he goes, "All right, when are you available?" And I told him when I was available, and I told him when I was missed the draft. Wasn't available. <laughs> I, well, I, was like, I told you specifically when I wasn't available, and then you scheduled the draft for it. I was like, "All right, fine, whatever. I don't really care. I'm not losing money on this, so I might as well just like do it and stick with the auto draft." And then the draft completes, and I get back to my room after class, and I look at it, and I'm like, "Oh my god, my team is stacked." here's the thing about scheduling NFL fantasy drafts is ideally I wanted to schedule it when everybody was together, but that's like way too early in the summer to do that because like teams change, like players like sign up. My other, my other league did that. I was uh, this summer. We may like do it together. I don't know, but then you try to schedule it when everybody's available and then you've always got the one kid who like Ferula who's like, ah, I am. And then, (laughs) So it's just tough. So you just kind of have to like not you have to be OK with the fact that not everyone's going to be happy about it. So I just went for it. I, right, tried yeah, to no, I don't I don't it, blame like, you. I don't blame you for I'm very happy that you scheduled the draft for a time that I yeah, worked out well for you next year. I think we need like better criteria for who's in the league be, or like just better like player like fantasy players because the league was kind of trash. What's this funny is, is Vito is in the league and his team played awful but he ended up being second place in the other league that i'm in with him and it's not like he wasn't checking his lineup he was caught he was changing his lineup in this league he just like he's like also, in, we can't have carp in the league because carp never checks his lineup well, at the end yeah, of the season well, carp, carp told tells me that he finishes last in every fantasy league he's in so i think that we may need to commission or vote him out next year <laughs> Why i don't do know he, he, we're going to do a TBR March Mad- TBR Company March Madness bracket challenge. If he wins that, then he can win his way back into the Fantasy Football League. <laughs> that's how we should put it. Is that's his chance to win his to buy back in. I, I want I want a trophy of some kind. Like just get, get like a really a crappy a really crappy like 2-inch trophy. I'll get you a trophy. We'll keep we'll keep it for and then it'll be passed yeah, around. Yeah, just be passed. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, we'll do that. We'll add names to it too. We'll like engrave <laughs> our names in the side with the year that we won. All right, next game. Falcons and Bucks. People on Instagram were pissed at me for what I said about the Buccaneers last week. So mad like these kids who 
get their football knowledge from playing Madden Mobile were trying to start an, a war with me because I <laughs> said that Rosarians took the starters out too early. Sue me. Sue me, please. Oh, my God. Was it the worst thing in the world? No. And then that that squid veto and that squid carp coming after me in the comment section, too. Both of you can can you know where what you did can they go. do? What did they do? <laughs> they just said this. they just like chirped me. It's like it, carp was just doing it to get under my skin. And then Vito was like trying to be Vito, Mr. Bandwagon. How about you root for every team that's on the hype train, buddy? He's an <laughs> Alabama fan, a Yankees fan. Like, dude, what? How is he a fan of just all the Washington Capitals? Like, what the hell? What, he has no connections to the Alabama Crimson Tide at all. Yet he's like a diehard fan for some reason. He, he's a bandwagon. He's an absolute bandwagon. Of course, he's going to defend Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. That's the most bandwagon team in the NFL right now. Don't don't bring that shit to me. Don't bring oh that my shit God, to me. Fifteen comments on this post. I didn't. Even yeah, it did really well. <laughs> I liked the post. I just didn't. No, I know. I'm just saying that a lot of people were everyone. I start. I responded to a few. I just want everyone. And if it were followers of ours, I wouldn't be chirping. I'd be like, all right, they're contributing, but they're just randos. You're a bunch of squids. Never come back unless you want to follow us. Then, of course, you're welcome back anytime. But if you're going to chirp me and then not press the blue follow button, then get out of here. You squid. Absolute squid. That being said, the Falcons are playing the Buccaneers this week. Um, who do you think's going to win? These two teams played against each other like two weeks ago. And, and like, listen, the Falcons have been playing well. I mean, they play well for four games a year. And like, what do you, I mean, no, I don't I know, the like, I don't. like they, they had the Buccaneers. They had the chiefs. They've been playing. They've been giving teams games. Are the Buccaneers resting starters again? I have no idea. I didn't think your take was all that outrageous. I think when you're like, obviously they were up 30, like people were calling you a clown. Like, no, that's not right. Thank you. Like it's after the half you're up 34, nothing, but you're also like the lions have a decent offense. It's insulting for the lions to do that. Yeah. I mean, to come in with the high school coach mentality of like, we're going to get the young guys some looks. We're going to, you know, try some things out. It's like, dude, you're not like, you're not like out of this game yet. Like you're not out of the woods. Yeah. I mean, if it was, if it was halfway through the third quarter, I think that's fine, but I don't think you'd be coming from half. Like he was before they got to the halftime locker room, he he was interviewed and he, he said, this is what we're going to do. So that was his plan going into halftime like he didn't like go into the locker room and be like all right guys let's talk about what we want to do i understand not wanting to run the score up on a team but but it was almost like more f you to the lions to be like yeah guess what we're gonna we're gonna bench all our starters right now because that's how bad you are yeah i wasn't saying that it wasn't smart for the buccaneers to preserve tom brady and to not run the score up that's not what i was saying at all and if you if you have eyeballs people and you read the quote it clearly says that's an all-time cocky move it didn't say that is not a good move for the buccaneers for their team i said it was cocky it was cocky and it was to say hey we're gonna bench all our starters because you guys are just that bad detroit that's what we're yeah gonna i do. mean I, that's what was cocky about it you could have not run the score up kept brady in and preserved him by just handing the ball off you could have done that but you didn't you chose the the path less taken, the path least traveled, and you benched all your starters at halftime. And then people were like trying to tell me that like he didn't bench all the starters. Like, no, he did. I watched the game. You clearly didn't. I understand that um that, you know, playing Madden is a lifestyle and you know, living in your mother's basement and eating Dorito chips all day. Like, I know that gets in the way, pal. But when you actually sit down and analytically watch a football game like I do, then come talk to me. I'm taking the Buccaneers. Yeah, I am too. The only thing <laughs> in the quote that like makes it seem like you had an opinion on it was like when you said, um, I don't think they're in a position to be wrestling their starters, which is like, like that was more of a comment on they're not in their division, like title spot. They're in a wild card spot so they can, you know, I, and I don't know if they had clinched, yet at that point like i think they need to win that game last week and i'm pretty sure they've clinched now yeah um they have clinched 
Yeah, so I get what you were saying with it. Like, I didn't think it was. Yeah, it wasn't. Say, I was saying like, like this team has is in no position to be like, oh, look at us. We're we're you know, I wasn't saying like, oh, this team is like needs to play Tom Brady to like get in the. I was saying that they don't have any high ground over the Detroit Lions. Yeah. Basically. This team that was assembled as a dream team and should be 16 and 0 with the amount of talent that they have on that team and somehow aren't. I think yeah, the, the fact that they have more losses this or as many losses this year as they had with the Patriots last year. Yeah. Let, let's let's think about that one for a second. Tom Brady, when given Rob Gronkowski, Antonio Brown, Mike Evans. Who, by the way, the two of them are number one and number two in touchdowns over the past like five years. Um, and Chris Godwin, and then you also give him Leonard Fournette, and you also give him a functioning offensive line, and he gets the same record as he had last year with Muhammad Sanu and Philip Dorsett, and. James White and a realistically mediocre offensive line and a stellar defense that won you more of those games, right? Like, I feel like the right. defense won more games last year than our offense won us. Yeah. Makes you think that, well, yes, the Patriots didn't make the playoffs this year. That maybe, just maybe, it's not, oh, it was all Bill, oh, it was all Brady. It was they worked really well together, right? Like, I am not here to say that Tom Brady can't play football anymore. I think he's looked 10 times better this year than he did last year. I think there are a lot of deep throws that he's making very accurately that he was unable to make last year. I think he's making better short throws this year than he was last year. Last year, he did not look like a good quarterback. That's just an observable fact. When you watch the games, he was throwing balls behind receivers. He was not getting the ball deep enough down the field. He did not look good as a quarterback. He looks very good this year. I will admit that. I will be the first to admit that. That being said, when you look that good and you have 10 times the talent surrounding you, how do you not have a better record? Yeah, this team should be way better than they are. <laughs> Just like, way how, better. They're going to finish 11 and 5 in all likelihood. Yeah. They could finish 10 and 6, but in all likelihood, 11 and 5. And last year they finished 11 and 5. It, or, well, Brady finished 11 and 5. Yeah. So before you come at us and say, oh, Bill Belichick is not a good coach and he was he's nothing without Brady. Why don't you look at what Brady's doing right now and tell me that that means that Brady's changing the franchise. No, when you bring in Antonio Brown and you have Mike Evans, you have Chris Godwin, you bring in Rob Gronkowski, you bring in Leonard Fournette, you're going to be good. You should be better than you currently are too. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to quote that and I'm going to put that on the Instagram and I'm going to let all those five-year-old clowns come after you now. <laughs> <laughs> For, for giving good. a perfectly rational take. That's what I'm going to do. Uh, Buccaneers win. Falcons cover plus seven. You have the Bucks as well. Yes. Yeah, Sick. I thought I had made it clear that I was. <laughs> you know, I was <laughs> no, it just it bothers me when I see people be like, oh, Bill's not a good coach. It's right. all like, I'm like, now. no, it was both of them working together. The cream will rise to the crop. Or whatever top eventually. The I don't know. What it, will rise to the top. Sure. Um, it's a density Ra- thing. Sure. Ravens, Bengals. Ravens are not in the playoffs yet. I will give you all the scenario right now. I'm taking the Ravens against the Bengals, obviously. I, and so Ravens win and they're in. Or if the Browns and the Colts lose, the Ravens are in. I've got the Ravens winning this game. I've got them covering the 13 and a half point spread. I don't have them covering the 13 and a half point spread. The Bengals offense has looked very good ever since their Steelers game. I feel like they'll put up a good game, but I do think the Ravens get the edge in this. Ray thens win and make it into the playoffs. All right. Next game, Dolphins and Bills. Um, Bills have already clinched the division. This game doesn't really mean as much to them. Let me feed you the Miami playoff scenario. Dolphins win. They're winning in again. Um, I really don't want to see the Dolphins make the playoffs. I'd really hate for that to happen. So 
I'm going to say that they lose and that the Bills win this game. And let me look at the spread real quick. And that the Bills, the Bills are dogs on the line, so I'm going to say that they cover. Let's see. Yeah, I'm picking the Bills. By the way, while I'm saying the spreads too for everyone listening, because I'm putting together my parlays as we speak, because we're doing the podcast later, so I don't want to miss out on putting in my bets. So I'm saying the spreads to myself more um, than I am anybody else. Um, So it appears as though Matt Patrick's out also. Oh, yeah, that's true. Matt Barkley is expected to get meaningful snaps. Ooh. Um, but Josh <laughs> Allen is just 40 yards away from bringing the team single season passing record. And the Bills are also following a similar formula to last year when they started or sat a lot of starters. I expect Josh Allen to get play in maybe the first quarter. They can't move around in the standings. They're already locked up at that two seed. Yeah. Um, so I would say I'm going to pick bills. I'll pick bills. You're going to pick the bills too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, he's going to get t- like, if they were going to start Barkley, it'd be a little bit more of a toss up, but I think that they're starting now that out. You, so- now that you said that though, I'm kind of like. Oh, dude, Tua sucks. The Bills have a good team. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's just the Dolphins' defense is good, and I feel like feel like they could give him a shot if Barkley comes in. Credit to Brian Flores for putting together a really good defense because they were the worst defense in the NFL last year. Yeah. Statistically speaking. You know what? Where is this game being played? Buffalo. All right, I'm sticking with it. If we were down in Miami Gardens, then I might change. But yeah, we're no, both Miami Gardens is being dealt with for the uh, oh, national, championship. national championship game. Oh yeah, so wait, so the Dolphins can't like have a home game ever? Well, oh, they wouldn't I mean, be as a wild card they, team they anyway. Yeah, they wouldn't unless they up. end up playing another wild card team. Right, but <laughs> figure at this point, it, like the national championship is a week from tomorrow. Yeah. So they that's next Sunday, which is wild card weekend. That's you know, they still have to have it in place, but the Dolphins. Right. It'll be back by then. And then if they were somehow the home team the next week, which there's not really a scenario like I don't think it's let's see uh, two plays six, three plays five and four. Wait, what? Sorry, two plays seven, three plays six. Four plays and five. Four plays five. So if five, six, and seven are the three teams to win, then seven would play one, and then five would be ahead on six. But is are, are, what wild card are the Dolphins currently sitting in? Let me check. I just had it pulled up. Which, by the way, the top I think, three I think, teams losing I is think, not out of the question. I think there's six. Like the Bills could very easily lose. They are. Uh, there are five currently. Five. The Bills could very easily lose next week. The Steelers could very easily lose next week. The oh, yeah. Titans <laughs> could very easily lose next week. And we'll and we'll get into that too because that'll be that's that's going to be fun. But yeah, uh, I'll take the Bills. Ten and five teams right now in the AFC playoffs. That's the thing is like there's going to be one of these AFC like South or North teams is going to miss out on the playoffs and have like a like a really good record. Because mm-hmm. they can't all make it in. I like how the 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 the, the, the playoff picture on NFL.com is very funny to me because it goes one two three five in the clinched playoff spots because Washington would be the four seed because they're <laughs> the winner but they haven't clinched yet. That's funny. Um, but yeah, we both got Bills. All right, next game: Colts and Jaguars. Colts playoff scenario: They are. A win and a Titans loss. That's pretty simple. That's how they clinch the division. How I they think clinch they win a, this game. How they clinch a playoff berth. Colts win and Ravens lose. Or Colts win and Browns lose. Or Colts win and Dolphins lose. I think the Colts win. And then that puts the 
the playoff berth in the hands of uh, another team to lose. Colts are playing the Jaguars. If there was ever a time you needed three teams to lose, like, sorry, if there's ever a time when you needed another team to lose, this is the best scenario to be in coming week 17, where if you win a game, you have three shots for a team to lose. Like, that's as good as it gets. Yeah. Yeah. So you're picking the Colts? Yeah. Colts, obviously, against the Jaguars. Fuck the Jaguars. I have not lifted the curse. At all, I don't think them getting the first pick is going to do anything for them because it because it has. Well, it depends on who they take, which is why I want to be involved in this college football conversation because I feel like we should talk number one overall pick. Oh, uh, we definitely will. We will for sure, and you will be involved in it. Um, Packers Bears. This one's interesting to me because the Packers have not clinched the NFC yet. Packers like, number one seed in the NFC. The Bears have not clinched a playoff spot yet. Um, Packers. You think the Packers win? Packers. Let the Bears look. are three and six, bro, in their past nine games. They're starting Mitchell Trubisky, who's really good. Okay, quote that and let people come after you. Are you kidding me? <laughs> um. Yeah, I guess I'll take the Packers and the Packers to cover the four and a half point spread. You know, you're going to have to differ on me at some point if you want to make up any ground. Uh, No, we got playoffs. <laughs> right. But realistically, like, think about it. There's so I, I think I'm, I'm more I'm more prone to take a gamble in the playoffs than I am okay. now because I want to stay afloat. But, but here's the thing. So I'm up by like five or six games right now. Four. I'm up by four. You just looked. OK, so there are. Three games on wild card. There are six total, right? Yeah. We're going to end up agreeing on at least three of those games, probably more. I don't think that the play, like, there's all, it, basically it goes, we have six games. If we tie or I win that, it's over because the next week there's only, uh, let's think about this. There's, there's only four games, right? So it's yeah. like, and I'm not going to get, you know, all four of those wrong and you get all four of them right. Because we're probably both right. going to pick, like, the Packers to win. We're both going to pick the, you know, Chiefs to win. And, and so you need to. I get that. But at the same time, like, I'm picking the teams that I think are going to win. Like, right. I, I genuinely think that, like, we haven't that, that, like, we're pretty much spot on today. Yes. It's hard, though, because you don't know how these teams are going to come out and be play. like four and 12. But think week 17 sucks yeah, because 17. you don't know how teams are going to play yes. like teams that have already clinched, like like the Bills. You have no idea if they're going to try it all today or not. Yeah, no you problem. just don't know how they're going to play it. Like so. Yeah, but I guess I'll take the Packers and you have them as well. All right. Titans and Texans. Titans. Yep. They need to clinch the division today. They have not clinched a playoff spot yet. Um, I believe they're winning in. Right, they should be. I mean, they're. Let me check. I think yeah, they're no, they're in. They're they're the four right now. If they win, they're in because they're tied with everyone else below them. Oh, they don't even need to win. If the Ravens or the Dolphins lose, the Titans are automatically in without a win today. Right, but if they lose, like they should try to win because if they oh lose, yeah they're going to every win. other team in the playoff picture behind them wins then they're out yeah they're gonna win i've got them covering as well um saints and panthers go first saints they need to win if they win and the packers lose don't they get the two seed or the one seed whatever it is that's up for grabs right yeah, now one- here's where i'm here's where i'm concerned their entire running back room is out because of close contacts. That is Kamara's not weird. playing. Murray's not playing. They don't have a running back. The only thing that's saving them, I think, is their is their defense is really good. Is Christian McCaffrey good too? Yeah, Mike Davis has almost. Or didn't he break a thousand yards? Yeah, he did. <laughs> Let me see. Give me a second. I can pull up if he is playing. 
I opened up my ESPN fantasy app out of habit at some point this week, and it just gives you a trophy with a thumbs up that says you tried. <laughs> and I'm like, thanks, guys. Screw you. Oh, Mike Davis is inactive. McCaffrey's also listed as doubtful currently. Yeah, they're both doubtful. Yeah, the Saints are winning this game. Yeah, I'm not team has a running back, so <laughs> it's just gonna be like a passing game. I'm picking the Saints. Let's take a look at the spread. I had number one overall pick in that fantasy league. And I picked McCaffrey, and I should not have. Should the Saints do the Saints cover at the six point spread or do the Panthers? Yeah, they do. They won this by a touchdown easily. I could see them losing or winning by like a field goal, but all right. All right, all right, all right. All right, we both have Saints. Chargers, Chiefs, Chiefs. Yeah, uh, who's what's the name? What, who's their back? I don't think it matters. <laughs> you don't think it matters? No, the Chiefs are are dogs in this game. Wait, who's not playing? Mahomes. But other than that, um, don't tell me like five key players. If Kelsey's out, then like Clyde Edwards-Helaire. Sammy Watkins, Tyreek Hill will all sit. And Mahomes. Ooh. Who are you picking? The right tackle is not starting. Who the heck is their backup quarterback? I don't know. Chad Henney? Oh, my God, Chargers. Are you picking the Chargers? Yeah. We're going to have our first disagreement. I'm picking the Chiefs, but I'm picking the Chargers to cover. Oh, wait, that's physically impossible. Chiefs cover. Wait, how could the Chargers? What's the, what's the spread? Minus five and a half. They'd have to win by five oh, and a half. God. So, yeah, I have to pick the Chiefs to cover the spread. No, wait, you know. Wait, no, no. Wait, what? Yeah. No, if the, if the Chiefs are favored. my The Chiefs aren't favored. The Chargers are favored. Yeah, so I have to pick the Chiefs. Oh. Picking the Chiefs plus five and a half. I was reading it as if the Chargers were dogs, but they're not. Okay, I'm picking the Chiefs. I still think they're just a good enough team to win this game. I don't know why. And I feel like the Chargers don't have I mean, they're a good enough team to do it. I just don't think they will. Yeah. All right, we'll see. Oh, wait, you picked Chargers. I wrote Chiefs. That's no good. I don't know why I didn't just write them down all year. Yeah, I don't know why you didn't do that either, because you've been taking notes all year, so I thought you had been writing them down. I don't know what you've been writing down all this time. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't even remember. Uh, but yeah. All right. Seahawks 49ers. Seahawks. Seahawks. Yeah. If this was last year, which it was, it's a good game. <laughs> and the Seahawks will cover. Do you hear that knocking? No. Someone just started knocking in my house. I don't know why. Nice. All right. Raiders Broncos. Are the Raiders still in the playoff picture? No. Oh, that sucks. Remember when I said they were going to go 14 and 2? Yep. Um, who do you think is going to win this game? Raiders. I mean, they're definitively the better football team. I'll go Raiders. Raiders and they cover. How about two half? Seth is picking the Raiders. Yeah, this game is. I'm not going to watch this game. It's meaningless to everybody involved. Cardinals Rams. Cardinals need to win. Rams. Ram, they both need to win. Cardinals will win. The Rams are without Jared Goff. Why? Oh, he's hurt. Yeah, he's got thumb surgery or whatever. Right, and then they've got that like financial advisor playing football. Yes. Cardinals, you're right. You're so right. And the Cardinals winning in, right? Yes, I think they leapfrog. Um, so the Rams are out if they lose. I believe you're right. Cardinals win. And at 820, the worst Sunday night football game ever, the Washington football team and the Philadelphia Eagles. I'm not betting on this game. I don't care who wins it, but I'm going to pick the Eagles. Because I don't want to see Washington win the division. Oh, um, 
Yeah, I think I'll also pick Eagles. Eagles plus six is like a lock, too. Yeah. So, lock. assuming that our picks are correct, um, see, that really would not... So, so the Patriots... Patriots fans should actually be rooting for Washington to win. Because a Eagles loss does not, or an Eagles, yeah, an Eagles loss does not change our draft picture at all. If the Patriots lose and the Cowboy or, and the football team wins and the 49ers pull out a victory, then the Patriots jump up to three, six, nine. They will be the 11th overall pick in the draft. The 11th. They're currently sitting at the 13th. A loss this week. Um, so they they are tied currently with Dallas, the Chargers, the Vikings, the Niners, and the football team. The Patriots have the favorable tiebreaker against... So when I say favorable tiebreaker, I mean they get a better pick. Um, they have the favorable tiebreaker against the Chargers, the Vikings, and the Cowboys. Okay. So... If they ended up tied with the Chargers, Vikings, and Cowboys, they would be ahead of those teams in the draft. Currently, it's just the Niners and the football team that changed that. Um, also, if the Raiders lose this week, then the Patriots would fall even further back. Because so, it, well, actually, no. If the Chargers lose and the Patriots win, then the Patriots would fall even further back because they now the the, the Raiders would be ahead of them. Okay. So, I, yeah. Patriots fans, if you want a good draft pick, you want the Patriots to lose this week, you want the 49ers and the football team to both win. Cool. This is what I'm going to do right now. There's 16 NFL games, four four-team parlays. I don't know what they're going to be yet, but in the next 18 minutes after we get off the podcast, oh I'm going to decide what they are. Four four-team parlays. Four times four equals 16. You can bet on every single team this week or every single game this week uh, and hopefully win some money. So if the Patriots win this week, they'll have a winning record on at home. Cool. They'll end up five and three at home. That's pretty good. And they'll end up 500 in the division. Um, and they'll be three and six or two and six on the road. Still, like that's not going to change. They'll end up six and six, I think, in the conference. Yeah. Good for them. Yes. <laughs> all right. That's all I've got. 16 NFL games. We picked all 16. Best of luck to oh, you. Oh, we got all through all of them. Yeah, we did. Um, you picked the Eagles, right? I did. Yeah, just wanted to make sure. I forgot. So, uh, so yeah, all 16 NFL games from this week. We uh, we will be back probably like tomorrow. I'll check in with Carp about our college football playoff recap. We'll also probably work in an NFL Week 17 recap and playoff preview all in one episode so mega episode coming this week but uh yeah that's all i've got happy 2021 everybody and uh i don't know i don't know what else to yeah anything news per adam Schefter as of 36 minutes ago um everybody expects that drew Brees will retire what at the end of the season wow that's interesting james time (laughs) Do you think they'll make Taysom Hill their new starting quarterback? How they could they? Elsewhere? He's been awful this year. I know, but like, what, what, I don't know. We should talk about that too on the next podcast. But uh, yeah, that's a Bleacher Report tweet. It says everybody expects that Drew Brees will retire at the end of the season. Who's everybody? It's, well, it says per Adam Schefter. Per Adam Schefter, everybody expects, like everyone in the Saints organization, everyone in the league. What are we talking about? Probably something around that. Just a rumor? Like what? Because I don't expect wide expectation is that Saints running back or Saints quarterback Drew Brees will officially retire after the season is over. Per Adam Schefter, Brees signed a broadcasting deal with NBC in April. And after going through a season that included 11 fractured ribs, Brees is likely done playing Hmm. from someone. Wow. We'll have to keep an eye on it. But, uh, but yeah, that's pretty much all I've got. Episode 57 it was. It's 56 it was. It was 56. 
episode 56 of the review podcast thank you all so much for tuning in happy 2021 everybody and we will see you next time too hard i feel like machine damn baby you play way too hard be gentle with me uh if i pop this molly it might take control of me i gave you all i had you cannot get no more of me everything you saying to me yeah you know it's working